this is why, even though I am still very mad at Last Twilight, I can only say that the chemistry truly saves this show in so many ways. But let me talk about that in this podcast episode. Hi, I'm Monique. I am the host of Off by Part Podcast, where I talk to you about K-dramas, C-dramas, BTS, and anything else I want to talk about. I want to talk about Last Twilight, uh, the finale, <laughs> episode 12, and I'm going to start off by saying the chemistry really saved everything for me. There was a lot of little moments that I thought were just fantastic. Obviously this is going to go into spoiler territory. I might actually have some complaints. It might not be very nice all the way through with this review. So if you're someone really sensitive to that, you really love Last Twilight, don't want to really get into any negative aspects, then this is probably not for you. Um, But just to be nice to start off with, I gotta commend Jimmy and C. Their portrayals of Mockingjay are absolutely spellbinding. I thought their chemistry couldn't get any better. The chemistry still got better right into episode 12. I think I've rewatched part two in particular so many times because Mock was so damn flirty. Like I couldn't take it. Like Jimmy really just exudes a really different kind of swagger and energy in this role. Like he was just so attractive to me. And even though I was mad on behalf of the character a lot of the times, I couldn't help but swoon at the scenes like when they went into the dress fitting for their suits and Mock had his hands all over Day and Day is getting flustered and beside himself. I was like, this is like my crack. Like I couldn't take it. Like I loved it so much. I rewatched that scene so many times even as I was cussing at the show I was like this is what I came for I'm telling you it, it's just magical the first moments where Mock sees Day after three years and I'm gonna get into that three years later and the way his face just shows the longing and the sadness and the regret but also just the pure love and admiration like the fact that Jimmy was able to imbue all of that within seconds of them going in opposite ends of the escalator and then to him actually escorting him into the car and buckling him in and then saying it was my pleasure and just the deep timber of his voice and then Dave's like what the hell just happened like what 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 <laughs> I, I, I reround those parts I'm telling you it's the little touches that they do with one another. It's the it's the seductive looks that Mock will give Day. It's the longing, the tension. These two guys really got it. And I'm telling you, I'm really looking forward to any project that Jimmy and C do in the future. I'm assuming that they're going to have projects coming up because it sounds like from all their post um, media blitzes that they're doing, all the fan meets, it just sounds like there's something coming up on the horizon very soon. And I think G. TV would be fools not to because their chemistry and their interactions as actors is only getting better and to me their chemistry genuinely saved this show because 
episodes one through nine to me was like the perfect run. Episode 10, I mentioned this in my last podcast about this show that I had some critiques about it, but they weren't big enough for me to really delve into, but definitely episode 11 and 12 highlighted some of the issues I have with the show. And I think it kind of messed up what was almost a golden perfect run. In my humble opinion, not everyone's gonna think that. I do think this is one of the better projects that have come out in recent years as far as BLs. And I'm telling you one through nine, my all time top favorite of like BLs that I've ever watched. But unfortunately the ending just couldn't stick. And I'm not really surprised because I've dealt with this in the past with other shows produced by GMMTV. And I just had a feeling with the way episode 11 was kind of slapped together that Episode 12 was gonna give that kind of same energy. Uh, other positives, Porja and Knight are such a gorgeous couple. You know, I, I like the ma actor Mark. I enjoy whenever he pops up in shows and he pops up a lot. The actress is relatively new to me, but she's spellbinding and I think she's going to be in like a GL project later this year. And if I'm correct, I'm most likely be checking that out. I think she's stunning. I think Porja and Knight had the perfect end game and even though they didn't share a ton of screen time i love that their chemistry was still so strong enough that they able to make an impact with the audience anyways and even the, the little girl their little girl and then finding out that um they were pregnant once again towards the end of the show just fantastic right like i enjoyed all their interactions Porja being accepted into the family by day and um, Knight's mom was really sweet and moving after everything that she went through. I love that she got her happy ending and it was still true to the character. It made sense. And yeah, so the flirting, the seduction, the beautiful music, the dancing, the OSTs, even like the final scene of The Last Twilight, but you know, with Day having the vision back. Really beautiful moments. So I can't say I didn't walk away with the episode with a little bit of smiles on my face, but I have a lot of critiques. So now we get into the negative stuff. Okay, so I had a real problem with episode 11. I had a real problem with how the breakup was um, made out to be this really nasty thing that Mock did to destroy Day's trust and I saw a lot of the critiques and a lot of people saying he did this for Mock's benefit and even though episode 12 kind of acknowledged that through Mock that the breakup needed to happen and I even agreed that the breakup needed to happen but I also had asterisks to that so while the breakup should have happened the way it handled was handled was really juvenile and it just came across really sloppy in my humble opinion and it irked me that much more that in the 12th episode when Mock is saying today, hey, you know what, the breakup, as devastating as it was, it was the best thing for me because I really needed it to advance in my life. X, Y, and Z, but we didn't get to really see any of that. I understand they are short on time. They can't pack in like three years worth of development into the runtime that they had for the show. But I think the character of Mock deserved a little bit, a little bit of more dwelling into his past. We just came off of an episode where he was reliving, uh, reliving nightmares about 
his violent past and everything that happened with his sister up into her passing away, showing that he's carried so much trauma within his body throughout the vast majority of the show, which was one of the biggest catalysts to the big main couple breaking up. And we can't even spare even like a cup, a scene, a throwaway scene to say the man went to have some therapy in those three years. So what? They blocked him for three years. This is someone that was his friend in the beginning. They didn't like each other. They developed a friendship, developed a mutual sense of trust and friendship, then fell in love. And because of this one instance where they took this as actually pity, that he pitied him versus even deciding to empathize that, you know, Mock has gone through all this trauma and has a fear of people disappearing and leaving him because, you know, his sister passed away from committing suicide and dared to be compassionate and loving towards his partner and genuinely wanting the best for him. And God forbid he had a hiccup and a moment, a lapse of judgment and decided to lie about, you know, not taking a career advancement because he wanted to stay by his boyfriend's side. And instead of them even talking it out a little bit and don't give me the whole, they're 20 years old. So they just do do things rashly. Three years, you, yeah, you had to block the guy for three years. No communication, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing after everything that we were shown through episode one through nine. All the, the barriers, everything that was built together, the trust, the love, nothing. Not even, okay, you give him a year or so to settle in, acclimate, actually excel in his career. Not even a like, hey man, hope everything's working out for you over in goddamn Hawaii of all places to move the plot point. Nothing, just flat out three years, no contact, nothing. Okay, okay. And then we're as an audience is supposed to take that the character Mock comes back, is completely beside himself in love still, is being Mr. Suave, pulling all the moves, being flirtatious putting everything out on the line. Hey man, I've been single for all these three years. Most likely didn't have any therapy for all the traumatic shit that I went through before we broke up. And you know what? I've been pining for you ever since and I've just been waiting for you to give me a second chance. So hey, if you're available, single, and ready to mingle, I'm there for you, buddy. And, <laughs> and we're supposed to take that as romantic? <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, Jimmy and C's chemistry did a, like a lot of heavy lifting here because I was actually kind of low key or high key pissed. I'm like, this is how you treat a character that brought so much to your life? No contact for three effing years and then you, the person comes back and even if you didn't want to have a relationship, that this is this is how everything settled. And when they had the conversation and Mock said, you know what, I needed this breakup. And Day's answer to that is, well, I'm glad we could talk about this like adults. That's it? That that's that's all you got, my guy? That really? That that, that was it. I'm glad we had this conversation as adults. That's it? <laughs> really? After everything? Really. The wedding scene as Beautiful and romantic as it was as well, also got under my skin because everything from, you know, Mock guiding him to the dance floor, him saying, you don't have to hold my hand, you know, a simple hand on my arm would suffice. I'm like, really? That was, <laughs> you didn't have to do all that. That was kind of bitchy. Okay. Yes, you're allowed to have an established boundaries. He's not your boyfriend anymore. He's your ex. He can't 
touch you any kind of way, but I was like, really? <laughs> really? And then Mock asking for another chance, which I did not want. I genuinely wanted the character to actually be able to get some of his pride back and for Day to even do even the slightest bit of groveling. Yes, yes, I understand. The show is centered around Day. Yes, it was doing amazingly well as far as disability advocacy and showing how you can still have quality of life even when dealing with disability and that these people deserve their independence and they do not have to be infantilized and treated like another subclass set of people and that we are all vulnerable to being disabled at any point in time in our lives. That is one class of oppression or that's one class of minority people that we all can fall into. Like anyone at any point in time in their life can be disabled and absolutely there should be more shows that advocate for people that are having disabilities and still can have romance, can still have you know, a successful business and can still have all these wonderful, incredible things and that be okay. And trust me, I'm gonna get into part four of the show, of episode 12, I'm gonna get into that. Despite all of this, Mock puts his feelings out there and the guy's like, no. And then Mock, as an adult, takes a step back and says, fine. Removes himself from the situation. We have one little talk in the corner with Day and his mom. And he's like, well, I'm so confused. What if he does this again? Does what again? Be a compassionate, empathetic, loving, caring boyfriend who in a moment of fear got scared that if he was to go all the way to fucking the United States to work, that he might actually miss out on his boyfriend and actually might have some withheld fear because of, you know, the tragic passing of his sister. Like what, what, what bad thing that Mock did that was deserving of three years of being blocked and that it had to be this huge barrier and hurdle for them to get through to have this happy ending. Like, what the fuck? Okay, I know I'm getting really triggered. I'm sorry, I know it's not that serious. It's all fictional. I get it, it's entertainment. It is not that serious. But when I really love a show and I think it's doing such an amazing job with writing, and I think it's breaking barriers in a really great way, when I see it kind of fumble, I get very <laughs> irritated. So, mm. <sighs> like that it just it just pissed me off so much and then going into part four of the show because even with all of this I would have been okay because at least with part three of episode 12 we still got to see Day open up his own business we still got to see them have happily ever after we still got to see the chemistry overflowing everything is beautiful Portia and Knight together mom has accepted mock into the family everything's good we go into part four and of course the freaking eye surgery has to happen and he has to get his sight back because heaven forbid a character that is queer that is also disabled have a happy ending and not have to magically have his sight restored in order for everything to be wrapped up in a bow and I've seen the commentary already around this choice I've seen some people say hey the show was amazing Let's not critique it too heavily. If you didn't want to see his psychos back, just watch part three of the show and take that as your ending. If you wanted the happy 
happy quotation marks ending with him getting his sight back then watch part four and just be chill about it but I just don't think with everything that they've built in the prior episodes that that was really a great message to send off with I understand that they from the very beginning did not come into the world with this disability this was something that happened through a massive accident and that the show had foreshadowed more than once that he was not going to lose hope that he was going to regain his vision. But it did such a beautiful job crafting such a love story around not only two people coming together, seeing each other for who they really are and loving one another and accepting one another and building this level of compassion and trust that was gorgeous and being able to actually seduce and be able to court one another through using the other senses for that to kind of unravel at the end to still have to do a surgery and already having the show attempt the character having a surgery and having it fail due to infection versus it just being a high-risk surgery in in general and that a lot of candidates will not have success anyways not to mention the level of privilege and resources to actually even have access to a surgery like that okay but then to do that it 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 and I'm sorry it kind of cheapens it in a way for me I know people will disagree they'll say you know the character was allowed to have hope and he got his hope back and he was happy why can't you be happy the show ended on a good note but it to me it just it kind of felt hollow and I just did not really like it that much but to me even with that, just the fact that Day, just because he has the disability, to me doesn't mean that the character at no point deserved to have any form of criticism and didn't get a point to actually be apologetic in some way, shape, or form. I understand that with his relationship with Knight, which was another thing that really was a bugaboo for me, that Knight was not the big brother that he should have been. Uh, upon rewatching the episode where it revealed why they had such tension between them, I didn't catch on the first viewing that, you know, the bartender had noticed that, or the bartender clued the audience in that this was a regular occurrence that Knight was consistently drinking and Day would constantly have to pick him up and he wasn't really being the big brother that he should have been. And because of all of this leading up to the major motor vehicle accident that they had, they had a lot of resentment but the, the, the some of the ways that he spoke to Knight and the way he treated him as well as even though Knight deserved criticism the way that Day behaved in a lot of these episodes I gave a lot of grace to because I thought the rating was great but in the face of episode 11 and 12 the fact that he really got no recourse on any of that he was able to be atrocious in his behavior and then there's barely an apology at that it was just kind of a passing yeah i forgive you now and then and as beautiful as touching as um the dedication day gave at the wedding to his brother was as happy as i am that they were able to resolve their conflicts and him and Knight had a happy ending. Between that, the way he treated Mock, and the way the show kind of glossed over some of the plot points, including a lot of the trauma that the characters experienced, and no form of therapy or even a little throwaway scene just to show that growth and progress and just having basically Mock come back and be a simp for 50 minutes. I, I shouldn't even use the word simp, like, but I just... <sighs> I just, I just have a lot of frustrations about the show, but again, episodes one through nine, 
gorgeous, gorgeous work. OST, probably one of my favorite OSTs from a BL. I think that and the OST for Eclipse, the Eclipse, are my top favorites. Like, I listen to them all the time. Gorgeous. I think the acting was incredible. I really have to commend C and I have to commend Jimmy. They did a wonderful job. Their chemistry is explosive. Somehow the chemistry got even better in episode 20, or episode 20, <laughs> episode 12. I, the show didn't need episode 20 episodes. After what I saw in episode 11 and 12, yeah, I should have ended episode 12. But everything I saw, I was like, they brought it and then some. And I am very curious about their previous uh, show together, vice versa. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. And absolutely, any future projects, I'm there. Their chemistry just in every episode of Last Twilight got better and better and better. And the romance was just so damn good. And they got so many things right that I still will probably look upon the show favorably. I'm definitely gonna rewatch episodes one through nine, but I am really unfortunately disappointed with the turnout of episode 11 and episode 12. At this point, my ending personally is episode nine, full stop. Episode 10 is kind of like, um, our sky 2 or like an epilogue slash you know alternate universe kind of thing uh, even like episode 11 and 12 is like whatever for me personally personally I mean if you love the show you found no critiques of it then good for you I'm glad but when I really love the show and I think it has something special and I put it on really high esteem I get really disappointed when I see everything kind of fall flat at the end especially because it was so tightly written throughout. But maybe I had rose-colored glasses on, maybe there was a lot more glaring issues that I just didn't see in the earlier eps that should have forewarned me that this was going to be the BS that was gonna take place. But I, I sound really triggered, I sound really angry, and I don't mean to. I generally love the show and I think that's where a lot, a lot of that frustration is coming from, but this turned out to be a much longer rant podcast than I thought. So I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you for watching. Um, I'm going to have uh, other shows that I'm going to be talking about. Uh, there's some new ones coming out. Dr. Slump most likely is going to be the episode that I'm going to upload shortly after this. And I'm going to give you my first impressions. I'm going to watch a lot more C-dramas. Obviously, I'm going to watch more K-dramas. There's going to be some BLs on um, the horizon. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot coming on the podcast. I need to calm down. <laughs> Thank you for watching. If you're watching via YouTube, if you're listening via Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I am really appreciative to you. Till next episode, bye. <laughs>